are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction to the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as £1 at patreon.com slash truecrimefiction. There is nowhere else in the world quite like Glasgow and no people quite like Glasgow people. The best illustration of this is the fact that when interviewed about Fred West's connection with Glasgow, the so far only funny joke I've heard about a serial killer is told. People ask me if the Gorbals was tough and I say, well, Fred West was my ice cream man. Part of the reason I laughed out loud at this line in the Sky documentary Fred West, the Glasgow Girls, is the delivery with a cheeky smile, but also the underlying honesty of Glaswegians who refuse to either sweep things under the carpet or sugarcoat things. For most of us, Fred West is indelibly linked with 25 Cromwell Street. However, before he moved to this address, he had lived for some time with his first wife and her daughter in Glasgow. Rena, originally from the small town of Coat Bridge, had conceived a mixed-race child out of wedlock, breaking two taboos at the time. The societal shaming saw her move south where she met West and then move back closer to home once they were married and she was safer from prying and gossiping. This is not a part of West's life that has been pored over and analysed as others. Hearing the recollections of those who lived in the Gorbals at the same time as West makes it clear that he was considered dangerous and somebody to be avoided, even back then. We hear from one woman who, as a child, West tried to abduct and who thankfully escaped. And another man tells us that there were several young women who disappeared from the area at that time who no one has heard of since. The implications being that West had killed in Glasgow and never been caught. We're then told that West's allotment, which may have been a disposal ground, has since become a motorway, and it is unlikely that police will ever get to investigate it. However, the documentary goes even further back, and the first glimpse we get of West's future is when his 13-year-old sister becomes pregnant and confesses, that her brother is the father. One of the conundrums around the deaths at 25 Cromwell Street and other places is pointed out in the Glasgow Girls, the fact that West does not fit into the normal picture of a serial killer. A commentator tells us that he was charming and so was not like other serial killers. Another, that he had great patter for chatting up the girls. However, one wonders at this, given the large amount of serial killers who have been branded charming, from H.H. Holmes to Ted Bundy, if this characteristic is really so unusual among this population. Given that many people also describe West as creepy and various other negative synonyms, charming was at least not a universal descriptor. This apparently charming man is portrayed chillingly by Dominic West, an appropriate adult, an ITV series focusing on the social worker who attends all the police interviews with West due to his learning disabilities. Dominic portrays a slightly bumbling West, not a charming criminal mastermind. 
However, the prejudice in Britain against the West Country regional accent means that many will hear it and will make immediate assumptions that there is a blunt and dull mind behind it. Dominic's portrayal makes it clear that West finds his learning disabilities an effective excuse to try and obfuscate his role in the myriad deaths and disappearances of women around him. Focusing on his early offending and the vulnerabilities of the women he exploited and killed, the Glasgow Girls does not do more than touch on his upbringing or the home that he made with Rose. There are other media which can do this. Love Always Mum by Mae West, daughter of Fred and Rose, while not having the investigative chops of the Fred and Rose West tapes, is intimate in its portrayal of the home life at Cromwell Street and the labyrinth of depravity and manipulation. It reveals details which would be very difficult for anybody to talk about and even more difficult to broadcast on TV or radio given their terrible nature. May sensibly centres her story on the human cost around the crimes of the Wests rather than their more purient nature. The Fred that May West portrays is neither charming or stupid, but instead angry, domineering and terrifyingly single-minded in achieving his goals. For those who seek to understand the crimes of Fred and Rose West from a genuine desire to prevent and protect in the future, there is no canonical Fred West. No one interpretation of whom he is. He can be both charming and creepy. He can be both bumbling and single-minded. How many humans are simple enough to only be one thing? Isn't it easier for us to assume complexity until it's proved otherwise, especially with those who commit the worst crimes? The Glasgow Girls is a stark reminder that serial killers, rapists and murderers rarely start out at their career peak, that they are more likely to escalate their offending over time as they gain skills and confidence, which means it is vitally important. We get better at catching and intervening in offending behaviour early and making sure we create a society where no child, young person or their family feels that it's not worth going to the police. In that respect, we still have a long way to go. For more on 25 Cromwell Street, check out Unheard, the Fred and Rhodes West tapes. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice.